I that was that was that was a workout, guys. You won't believe what just happened. Well, Simran, right now went crazy listening to Punjabi music. I did not listen to Punjabi. <laughs> I did not play any brown song. Uh, that's why you guys should not trust me. Yes, so. exactly. Diana is like we said in our last pre- uh, previous episode. She is the problematic person in our relationship. <laughs> so please do not believe anything Diana says because. It's Diana. There you go. Okay. Um, we were just vibing to... Drake and 21 Savage. And 21 Savage. You know who else I really like? Who? What's the one that's... Offset, right? Yeah. Offset? The one that's married to Cardi? Yeah. Great music. Great music. All right. Great music. You know, I just realized for the previous two episodes, we never said hola, hola, hola. I did. You, um, you did? Yeah, the previous one. I, anyways, whatever. We didn't say sure Ola did. yeah. Whatever. I could be wrong for a previous one because I don't know. I, I didn't say Ola. I guess I didn't say Ola. I think I said Ola guys. Maybe I said. I don't know. Could I don't be. Remember. But anyways, it is what it is. It is what it is. You're tired? A little bit, honestly. Oh. I, you know I didn't go to bed until like 3, right? Why? I was Why do you do this I was cleaning yourself? out the office. Oh, you were cleaning out because I was Do you not cleaning? realize? Yeah, do you not realize? Like, you, you've seen videos of me showing you the office. Yeah, I know. It's a mess always. It was a disaster. I know. And I knew you were going to bring the bookshelf as well. So I was like, well, the bookshelf is coming. So I need it for the bookshelf as well. So. That was a workout. That was a workout. But now I'm going to have another one. And I'll probably need to buy another one. Because I realized that I have way too many books. Yeah, I would. I, I, if I could show you guys Diana's office, I, I would. It's literally books and books and books and books. And the problem is, Diana buys books, but she doesn't read them. That's her red flag. She buys books, that but doesn't my, read them. That is my red flag. Exactly. I'll take that. I've just studied the world, though. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Yeah. I might just need, like, a... No, I wouldn't want that. I have a question for you. What do you think is my red flag? Wait up, I was going to say something. Oh. I was going to say, I think I would want a book boyfriend, but I was like, no. Because then, that would be such a boring relationship, right? That would be a boring relationship. I think so. You need some excitement in your life. Well, me, myself, I'm excitement. So maybe another sure crazy one like me. excitement? I am. Okay. I know that. Because right. your, your life is boring. If you didn't have me... There'd... I think it still would have been surviving. It would have well. survived. It just wouldn't be exciting. Okay, uh, red flags of yours? Yeah. You never listen to me. I hate having those, like, late night talks and I'm, like, repeating myself again and again on the same conversation. Right. I feel like the bad guy and I realize, like, you know what? No, I'm your best friend. It's a job. I have to deal with it. Exactly. Perfect. So, that's right. that's your red flag. You don't listen. I actually don't. That is true. You literally act as I... if you're five. Okay, You know, like, no. when you tell the kid, don't eat the chocolate? And you go behind, they go behind your back and they still do it. And they're like, oh my god, I ate the chocolate. And now they have like a, like their tooth, like there's a problem with their tooth or whatever. There's a cavity. There's a cavity because of you. All right. You're the problem. All right. It's okay. That is true. I can literally go to, to go to Diana for some <laughs> advice and I'll do the exact opposite. And I know that you're going to do it either way. <laughs> I like, I'm prepared for the next conversation. Like I'm three steps ahead of you because I know what's going to happen. Yeah. <sighs> anyways, anyways, this friendship is five years in the making. It'll go, over. Making, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll go a long time. Okay, <laughs> uh, Simran, today you were going to talk about... Well, we thought... Well, I thought yeah. that we'll talk about our experiences working in retail. Because mm. those are always fun. Yes. Yeah. Um. So, retail, customer service, mm-hmm. 
Um, both my current jobs are in customer service, like full on customer service. So experience, uh, I worked at a food franchise while well, still working there and I've been there for five years now, four, five, six, it's going to be six in like three, four months. Um, some people can be really rude. I've come to realize what, what bothers me a lot is seeing like older generation get mad at you. Because I came to think that if the older generation acts like this, then I'm thinking about the younger generation in their family and how they almost like give them that attitude and let them know like it's fine to do it. Like I know with my dad, there's been a couple times that I got angry with him about it because he says like, like if they made a mistake, I can yell at them. I'm like, dad, no, like don't yell at him. He's like, yeah, no, I have to like, I'm like, dad, no, but that's how he works it out. And I'm like, and I'm just thinking like, dang, people are just going to think who is this uh, what do you call them, old people, people boomers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he's not like that, but, you know, there's times that he gets angry over something small, and I'm like, Dad, you don't have to, like, escalate it. But some people do that just to get the attention, get the attention from someone right away. I guess it makes you question their entire personality. Society. I think I've come to, but I've been in the business for so long that I've come to realize that people just have bad days, and it's just... You know, there's been a couple times that I've got an attitude from the same customer and then, like, the next day they'll be, like, the kindest. Like, those, you know. Um, I just dislike it when it's an older person because it could just be the personality. And I've seen, like, one, this one guy that always comes to the drive through and just the same face. And I'm like, you frightened me because if I have that face when I get older and just look like I'm bored or, like, dead and I'm not even dead, then, like, no, ew, no. Like, he just looks, like, so tired. Mm-hmm. But not from work, just tired of life. And I'm like, that terrifies me. That feeling of, like, just a simple, boring life. Yeah. 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 Imagine that being us, though. I, I cannot imagine it because we're too... Too... Too young. To too crazy. <laughs> to be like that. We're too crazy. No, like, we, we're not going to be normal. We're not going to be normal. What do you mean? <laughs> Like, we are already not normal. Could you imagine being normal? Okay, why are we not normal? <laughs> because we're unique. We're unique, okay. So. Well, I am. I don't know about you, but I I know I am. <laughs> uh. We're different. Do, would you say you're normal? I, I don't know. Okay, let me put it in other words. Do you think you're a normal Punjabi at your age right now with everything you've done? No. Okay. No there... normal Punjabi girl will start a podcast. Okay, so there's your answer. Like, I don't know why you're asking me, like, what makes me not normal? I don't you, know. You, you literally answered the question to yourself. Like, I don't know what to say. I don't, I don't even know what to say. And that's so. why I'm here. At this, Not only me being your therapist, I feel like I'm your teacher as well. You're not my teacher. Simran. How are you my teacher? I feel like if I was to teach you something, like, you would be getting... No, actually, you wouldn't be getting A+. Plus. No, the opposite. Like, you're, you're just failing it because you keep on coming back and back and back for the same lesson. <laughs> Oh, well. Uh, I love how you just expose me. <laughs> okay, you so... You just expose me. You have worked in retail... Basically all the time since I started working. Yeah, since I... So maybe like six years now, right? About six? After high pre- school, yeah, yeah. Yeah, five, yeah, six, six years, year, basically, yeah. After yeah. high school, yeah. Okay, and how did you... Were you, I guess, were you frightened in the beginning going into yes. a job that has to deal with customer yes. service? Because 
Well, straight out of high school, I was not the talkative type at all. I barely said a word back then. Yeah. I remember my first job was a cashier at Walmart. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why am I doing this? (laughs) You know what? The thing with that, though, as well, well, like with my new job, my manager keeps on saying, Diana, like, literally your role is in customer experience, meaning you have to make a connection. And I know a lot about that uh, with my experience at McDonald's and as the training coordinator I know exactly how I'm supposed to communicate to the rest of my team how to do that job appropriately and to assist them and help them out along for me to be able to do it properly but when it came to customers I had no problem communicating with them I just did not want to give the time to make a connection when I know they don't have the time because like for example in fast food service usually because it's fast food um, the customer only wants to be there for a couple of minutes and leave. Mm-hmm. They don't want to stay. And the the bunch that do stay and you make a connection with, well, that's good because it's much easier. But with a lot of other businesses, when the customer does not stay and they want quick service, well, you don't fully connect. So the question is, how do you make a connection in such a small time? And a connection is not just like getting emotional with them and your personal life. No, it's just like smile, be happy, assist them if you notice something and go on. But with this newer job, it's like... Um, communication language is different because with mcdonald's it's how do you um like for example like talking to a friend you know like nothing crazy like how may i help you like is your food well da, da, da. you know it's food service so you're asking about the food quality and whatnot at the bank you're asking them about their finances and when you don't know shit about finances how do you help them out and especially with that job as well you don't give advice because you're not licensed so you're doing, it, you're doing it in a manner of you just notice something, you let them know quickly what you're aware of, not advising them, just kind of letting them know some information, and that's about it. But it for sure makes it a lot harder in that setting. I guess it depends on the, the job and, like, the language you have to use for it. Yeah, because, like, being a cashier, like, I guess I didn't have to interact that much with people. It's like, yeah, yeah if they came up to you, like, at your till... You ring them up and that's it. But then sometimes there'll be some people who literally like trying to talk to you. And I'm like, I don't, I would be I don't know I would what be to that, say to you. Like, I would be that person like trying to get to like, you know, yeah, get uncomfortable or whatnot. But sometimes, you know, depending on the person, they're like, you're bothering me. Don't talk to me. Like, okay. So, so, okay. I never even knew how to like make small talk. I still stuck at it. But still. Yeah, I know. You still do. <laughs> so making small talk for me back then was like a huge, huge, huge deal. But I got through it. I have worked there for like a year and a half. Uh, not a year and a half. A year. Whatever. Okay. You got through I, it I though. got through it. No I problem. feel like that boosted my confidence in a sense that like I was able to talk a little bit more. Yeah. And just, I guess. How long did it get get for you to get comfortable talking to the customer? Or even at the job? Uh, I was not really fully comfortable there. That's one thing I know for sure. How was your newer job? Like, okay, the, the job, like, where I work right now, I yeah. feel like I got comfortable there so much easier because of the people I worked with. Okay. Because I feel like... People do make a big difference. They do make a big difference. Because, like, okay, the one that I worked at, oh, my God. I can't... It's, it's a rant, okay? It sucked. It sucked. All the auntie on there just can't mind their own business. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um, Actually, I was going to quickly tell you as well. There was this video I saw yesterday. This girl was like, when the auntie is telling me that the reason that I'm not married is because of my revealing top. She was at a, at an Indian wedding, I guess. And you know, like, your, with your lingas, oh, yeah. the top sometimes can be a bit open. Yeah. 
hers was like a bit open and it's fine like nothing crazy you should just you know lock yeah. the boob and whatnot and the camera angles had the camera angle on her and from the top where you could see the auntie oh, going at her and two of them were going at the girl Damn. and it's like a full people and so there's another girl behind her probably her cousin like mm-hmm. watching being like what the fuck are they saying to her yeah. And the girl is speaking up because there's like, you do not tell me like to, you, no. what do you mean I'm not married because of the top, like, in, but because I'm revealing. And I was like, first of all, I could not speak up in that regard out of respect. Like, I would just be like, okay, I, I hear you. That's it. I'll tell my parents. My parents can like deal with them later because no one says that to anyone with the right mind. But then I thought another part of me was like, oh, I want to rip her. Could you imagine someone saying that to you? Like, your top is too revealing. That's why you're not getting someone married. Someone said that to me, and I'm like, I don't care. Like, why do you care? Like, mother doesn't care. Who's... But I never said anything back. Oh, I was like, my yeah. God. This is crazy. No, but I never said anything back. But you see, that's Probably the whatever. thing. Like, <sighs> yeah, because like, I remember when this person like told me, and I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, mm, my mom's seen it. She didn't care. Why do you care? Yeah, anytime, but I never said any, anytime I post something, I check with my mom, like, do you think, like, I look crazy here? Like, she herself will tell me, like, wear something a bit more revealing. And I'm like, mom, I either want to look like a grandma or I either want to look like I'm going clubbing. Depends like, on my was, mood. Okay, so there's this one picture, right, like, on my Instagram. It was from, like, the time I went to London. Yeah. And, like, the top I'm wearing. The like, white one? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yes, it is. Like, I know that, right? Yeah. I remember when I sent that picture to my mom. My mom's like, I first, I was like, oh, I know my mom's going to say something about it, right? Yeah. But I was like, mom, please don't say anything about the top. Like, I know. I was like, okay, if you already didn't have that, I know that was aggressive. Sorry, I realized I made a loud noise. Yeah, and then I was like, if you already know, then like, why are you asking? I was like, okay, whatever. So I just posted it. My mom didn't really care. And then so I was like, okay. And so like, why are you telling me my mom knows? Like my mom sees everything I post. It's you like, actually told her my mom knows. Well, no, I never said yeah, anything. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, you're, 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 you're like, okay, thanks, thanks for letting yeah, me know. Yeah, like in my yeah. mind, I'm like to like have her go away and whatnot. Yeah, in my mind, I'm like my mother knows, so why do you care? Yeah, no, that's but true. Anyways, whatever. So yeah. Sorry, going back then. Yeah. I anyways, the you. aunties here do not mind their own damn business. I can go yeah. off on it, but that's a story for another time. <laughs> but like, no, working like depend on um, who you work with makes a huge difference. Because like at Walmart, it was basically all the aunties that I worked with. So I was like, fuck this. And then now, like the where I work, it's amazing because like, okay, yes, I work with a lot of people like my age. So I feel like that makes a huge difference. But like even like the older people, they're they're not the type of people to like, you know, bother you. Like they just like let you do your own thing, let you be like your own person. Mm-hmm. Like if you wanna tell them something, like you can, but they won't like basically barge into your life, be like, Oh, tell me every single detail. Like the auntie. Yeah, auntie. no, I think it depends with the, the job as well, mm-hmm. right? Like if I'm working at McDonald's, you make a connection by talking about your personal life. Exactly. Versus at my new job, it's professional. Um, we can, of course, talk about life and make a connection through that as well. But, you know, there's boundaries. So it really depends on you what you want to do. You for sure get a different atmosphere depending on the job because the respect I receive at my new job in comparison to McDonald's is way different. Um like, if it wasn't for McDonald's and how harsh they were at times with the way they would give you constructive feedback, and sometimes it wasn't even constructive, it was personal feedback, which I'm like, you can't say that, but whatever, um, builds a confidence in me that I know when not to take something serious because the person just wants to lash out. So maybe there was a point with my new job where the manager was a bit more aggressive, but then I was like, your aggression in comparison to my previous manager is like zero. Mm-hmm. So I'm comfortable with what you're saying. I understand that you're like a bit upset, 
but I understand how to like fix it. But if it was with the other manager, there were two options. I either will get like sad and prompt me to not want to work here or I'll realize, oh, it's nothing, yeah. um, which is, is, it's nothing, but yeah. Yeah, like... It so really depends on the environment where really that does. customer experience occurs because usually with a customer, the customer this itself, it's actually normal. They understand you're working. They are not expecting too, too much usually, right? It's usually who you're working with oh, that makes definitely. a difference. So do you think... Um, do you think someone that's trying to get a new job, so let's say at 18 mm-hmm. or even a little bit younger, um, customer service is a good work to go into? Like, I guess so, because I feel like it does give you a little bit of confidence to just open up, because I don't, that's what it did for me. Like, I wasn't expecting anything crazy working at Walmart, because it's Walmart. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, because like, I was always a quiet kid and I remember my nanny saying this to me she's like um I remember I was like talking to her over the phone one time and it was like around that time too when I just started working at Walmart and I guess the way I talked then and like the way I talked before was like she saw a difference in just like my tone and like how I like said some things and she said to me it's like you seem a lot more confident mm-hmm. and then I was like you know what that actually makes me feel good and I yeah, so I think it does build up a little bit of confidence. Since if you're a very closed-off person, you don't make the effort or you don't push yourself to, like, you know, talk or speak up. I feel like that just kind of forces you to do speak because, like, that's the job, right, in customer service. Like, you have to speak. If you don't, then what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. So I think it does in that aspect because I know that's what it did for me. So what about you? Uh, I I think I think uh, I agree with that. Anyone that's starting a new job should start a job in customer service. I realized as well with a lot of our friends, people that go to university, a lot of them work in customer service. Um, there's different types of customer service again, like higher level ones that you know make a bigger difference. I think started off starting off at a franchise like fast food for sure is can be a bit hectic. It's an easy job for sure, but you have to deal with customers that are very impatient so i think that builds a lot of like character um mm-hmm. because now you know how to respond you know how to take things like to an extreme i think that's the biggest thing with working at mcdonald's like realizing that you know if someone is having a bad day or they're lashing at you that it's okay it happens and, and that in reality it's only like one out of the 10 customers maybe at max mm-hmm. So it's not rare, but it's for sure something that may happen and you just kind of handle it and how you handle it is how, you know, you're going to feel good or bad about it. It's almost like, let's say you're getting in an argument with someone, not doesn't have to be work-related, but then you don't remember what you wanted to say fully and then let's say you're taking a shower and then you think about everything you wanted to say and now you're mad at yourself because you're like, I could have said that and then felt better about it. So it's the same with customer service, knowing like how to talk back, but in a respectful manner that you're protecting yourself. Yeah, see, see, like currently, that's what I've learned. Yeah. Yeah, because like, I feel like when people, because everyone can sense, like the uh, how you talk, people can sense, right? Like what type of person you can be. And I feel like if they sense like, oh yeah, you're not like the um, talking type of person, they will like berate you. And luckily, I haven't had that experience with, like, customers berating me, right? But it's, like, other co-workers doing that. Berating you? Like, trying to, at least. Mm-hmm. Because I was, like, the quiet one who didn't really say much. 
And now, since I've learned that, like, you know, I'm trying to, like, work on myself to just actually, like, stand up for myself. Because, like, I realize, like, not everyone's going to be there for me. Like, I have to stand up. Like, learn how to stand up for myself and protect myself. So then I started doing that, and it's like, whoa, okay. Like, no. Like, you know, she, she stands up for herself, too. Like Yeah. So I feel like that also kind of makes us... Working, depending with the people that you work with as well, you're going to change your language and the way you're speaking. For example, mm-hmm. a lot of my coworkers are Filipino. So a lot of their characteristics I've kind of taken in and used daily when trying to joke around with friends. Like, for example, like the way I'll speak will be more playful... I'll be more, like, joking-like, and, like, I've noticed that I do that a lot, but it's not just, like, that, um, culture, it wasn't that culture, but, um, it could, like, even the Albanian in me, and the Greek, like, I'm not your usual Greek-slash-Albanian, and by that I mean that, like, I don't have the full-on accent, I have an accent, but it's not, um, like, an Albanian one, it would probably be a Greek one, um, and with that being said, when I'm speaking, I don't speak, um, what do you call it, like, gangli- like the English that's, like, broken. I don't do that because I'm not speaking English properly. There are points that I might not know how to pronounce something, and that's when people will make fun of me, which is totally fine. Um, but, yeah, when I'm exaggerating an expression or something, it's usually just to have the funner atmosphere. And I've learned to do that a lot more and cope with it through my workspace uh, at McDonald's with my Filipino co-workers because that's how they do it and that's how they're playful. Like, they might say something that is not funny, but because they do it in an accent and in a playful manner, like, it becomes funny, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like adding something to it and it becomes funny versus, like, if they say it, like, with a normal English accent, it's like, mm, it's whatever, it's not that hilarious. Like, sometimes I'm even forced to laugh because I don't want them to feel bad because yeah. it's not funny. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Yeah, so I think I've learned a lot of that. I guess it depends on who you're talking to, how you, your language changes. Like, if I'm speaking to someone that's Italian, like, my my way of speaking to them will be a bit different in comparison to someone else because I'll relate to them a bit more, kind of, like, with my Balkan region. Like, I'll try to connect with them. Uh, I feel more comfortable with them because I find them, like, my people. Versus if I'm speaking to someone that's not European, um like depends like if they're korean like there was a korean customer i feel comfortable because i know their culture and how like what's the worst they can do let's say per se same with like the chinese culture versus with someone else i might not fully know what they may do or how they might react that's where customer service customer service becomes a bit like harder i think one thing that i dislike is karen's like everyone does but being white but not being fully white and by white i mean like not your canadian slash american white the typical white person your typical white person (laughs) (laughs) the typical white person is annoying because you don't know what they're gonna say and sometimes they can be so rude and it just sucks because you ideally have the same skin color and you're like my people don't go to that extent you know and Mm -hmm. you guys just you just want to make someone stay horrible because you feel you're entitled to and you have money and man it's like this is a whole different chapter but it's like it's almost like the politics and the levels in society that make a difference into what's dividing everyone from having a peaceful life with each other 
Um, a great example would be like the submarine. I was really intrigued with what happened and I was like, I really wanted to know more. I literally stayed until like, until like 5 a.m. once I understood the news to see like what's happening update again and again. And I wasn't even aware that there was a ship that had over 300 something oh, yeah. people like Palestinians uh, Pakistanis, like, yeah, very, yeah. and some Palestinians. And at least like about 100 of them have died and other hundreds are not found yet and whatnot. First of all, I don't understand how so many people can be in a boat. Second, I understand it's like a refugee uh, scenario. Yeah, sorry, ship. Yeah, ship, boat. In my mind, they're the same. But yeah, there's a big difference. But like you can see in the picture, like it was like too crowded, too much. Um, I don't know exactly what happened because I didn't like really read into it. But then I came to realize that we are talking about the submarine news, which has to deal with five rich individuals versus these people so now you're talking about five people that will die versus at least a hundred and then who is getting the news coverage now i believe myself because i was intrigued with submarine news i was intrigued because well that's crazy it wasn't about the wealth it was about someone went underwater to see something crazy but they did it with not full-on precautions you know um and at that point as well, because you, you, you're you not aware of what may have happened, like if they're alive or if they're not alive, you pray that there may be a potential miracle. Because could you imagine if they came back? Like there was a mark of, I believe, 80 hours. Like it was like 40 days or something fully from Sunday when they went underground until Thursday that they had the opportunity, like if it hadn't imploded. Mm-hmm. And so could you, yeah. like how would it feel if by the third day someone finds them the the submarine is fine they unbolt it and then boom they're alive to me that's like a full-on miracle like like, that's crazy so i think i myself was looking more forward to seeing the news because of that not because they were rich i just wanted to see that there's hope now when it came to the other one that happened with the ship well these people are already dead we already know that like they they you know drowned fell boom dead like you don't know what's gonna happen it's not like a question mark they're already dead which like unfortunately like really really sucks and you wouldn't want that to happen um and i'm pretty sure there's been a lot more news about different shipwreckages and people dying off like that but you don't hear news about submarines you know i think that's why the world was a bit more intrigued it wasn't about them being rich and for sure there was more i didn't even know they were rich until you mentioned i think there were news more about it because well maybe the relatives and whatnot wanted to get more attention so more people are on it so sure that sucks because that's the element but yeah no they were rich because to get in you needed to pay at least two hundred fifty thousand. Oh damn you could buy an apartment with that and so there were two uh, Pakistanis, mm-hmm. r- really rich Pakistani there, with his son that was 19 years old. And his son did not really want to go, but the reason he wanted it was because it, it was at the week of uh, Father's Weekend. Oh, So Father's he only Day did weekend. that because of him, mm-hmm. that, because otherwise he wouldn't have. And it would have been yeah. another family that said, oh, actually, I don't want to go because the son in that other family looked it up. They're like, Dad, it's not the safest, da-da-da. And now they're interviewing them because they're like, oh, that could have been you. And, you know, of course, they feel, like, very yeah. glad about that not being them, but that's so, crazy. No, and, and not only that, I'm going to bring this up. One of the 
stepsons of the fathers there. Did you hear the news? Bro, you went really deep with this news. He went, he went into a concert. Okay. And he's like, my dad would want me to like be at the concert, not like just sitting at home and waiting for the news. And Doja, or no, what, Cardi, I think it was Cardi, not oh. Doja. Cardi B went on her live and she was like, if I wasn't that tamarine and like someone like said that about me, like my son said that about me, like I would be outrageous and I would be mad and like I would not believe that he would do that. And then he called her out saying like, your music sucks, you should be in the studio. <laughs> it was a whole drama, Simran. I did not. Okay, see, I did not have that much time to like go read and follow this in depth, but it, it sucks, but we totally got sidetracked from our topic. Yeah, but it's it's because it's big stuff, man. It is like, big it, stuff. This I know. this just happened, and when the news came out, I was like, "Oh my god!" A lot of people found it suspicious because then they found the submarine like particles of it and or scraps, and they're like, "Okay, so it imploded," mm-hmm. and it seems that it imploded not right when it went down, but just the uh, I guess like the day of or sometime of that day. And if it imploded, that means that they were not aware. Meaning they did not feel pain at all, which is good in comparison yeah. to dying out of breath, right? Because that's, that's uh, harsh. Yeah. We were talking about retail. Well, retail went into people of power and why people. I know. Talk to you in a certain way. So. And then we went to submarines. <laughs> Deep stuff. <laughs> Deep, stuff. Deep stuff. You think you're cool, don't you? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I know I'm not a cool person. <laughs> Oh I'm a boring person, and I live up to that. I fully say you I'm a boring You can take person. it. Yeah, I don't feel bad. Um, so yeah, did, so customer service, I think it's great. As in, as you're That's starting, like starting a job. out, yeah. I know that when I got hired at McDonald's, within I think my first year, a customer said to me, um, he was like a businessman. He said, "Hey, you're doing a great job here. Once people see your resume working at McDonald's, you're gonna get a lot more people." And I was like, "Is he like joking with me?" But he's like, "No, no. Like, because of your customer service, more people are likely to hire you, which is true. But at the same time, the two places that I really wanted to go at, I did not get hired. Like, I applied at Shoppers on my second or third year working at McDonald's because my best friend works there and I wanted to work there. Did not get hired. And then I applied." At this other job by the church and it was like a wait list kind of thing and did not get in yeah because they just, wanted they wanted old people but still come on it sucks but yeah it sucks but it's i guess as well with having a degree my my scary thought is you spend forty fifty thousand dollars and you don't use that degree and you cannot even use it because maybe someone within that place does not get it because with sciences it's actually quite competitive yeah. for anything you go into mm-hmm. yeah bro like okay before i made my mind to like completely switch out my career into like business i tried getting into like other schools and stuff but i got mm-hmm. listed everywhere everywhere and then did that you was did just... you look into jobs with the degree that you currently have well, oh yeah, a little bit, but then they all require like masters and stuff like that, and I was like, that just sucks. right, like, like what do you do with it? Yeah, but anyways, like for school wise, like I always knew I didn't want to go down the masters route, but like, um, but like what I wanted to do, like I got waitlisted everywhere, so that was really discouraging, and that was like, you know what, I already wasted a year applying there and getting waitlisted like i'm not gonna waste another year applying and 
I'll get waitlisted again. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to switch out my entire career and hope for the best. So yes, I am hoping for the best. <laughs> as I am for you as well. I know. So um, it that... will work out. Everything will work out the way it's supposed to. That's that's all I say and all I think about. Everything will happen. You should read the note. You should read the note. What note? Open it. Okay, Diana's just giving me gifts and now wants to read me a note. Like, you need chocolate because need chocolate. you've been angry the whole time and I'm hoping that it like makes you happy. What do you mean I've been angry the whole time? Yeah, you've been angry the whole time. What do you mean? I have not been angry the whole time. They're strawberry. They're strawberry. Have you tried it ever? No, I haven't. Simran, my best friend. I'm so glad we started the podcast. It has been fun. Sure kept us focused for our focus for our careers i'm glad we're together in this chapter of our life and cannot think of a better partner and friend to do all this hard work i'm always here for you and i'm sorry if i ever hurt you with anything i might have said but that being said honestly hurt what what but that being said honestly hurts and i would rather honesty hurts honesty oh this is honestly my god. No, because I removed the L. I don't like to remove it. Kill me, Diana. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, honesty hurts. And I would rather be clean and honest with you than lie. That's why I'm your BFF. Love you, Diana. Did you understand? Yes, I understood. I don't know. You're laughing. I'm not sure if you understand. Yeah, I'm not laughing in English. What was the takeaway? Huh? What was the takeaway? The takeaway that we're happy, you gotta be true to yourself and to the people around you, even though it hurts. Exactly. Yeah. No, I was saying that to you, to me. I know. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got this. Thank you, Diana. You're welcome. I love how we just did this in the middle of the podcast. Yeah, I thought people should know that I'm a caring person because I'm like, I'm a bad person. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, 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 that's it. <laughs> Uh, no more distractions. No more distractions. No, I, well, either way, I think, uh, honestly, when it comes to uh, customer service, we all know the gist of it. It's the same old stuff. And honestly, to go in details with it, like, the only thing that makes a difference with the customers that, that's angry with you is maybe you really did a bad job. Uh, or maybe they just think they have the authority to be angry at you. And boom, some people do. And the people that do are usually people that have money and just want to abuse that power. Basically. So... Literally, that's all this is. Yeah, it literally is. But yeah. Have yeah. you ever had, like, a really, really bad experience? I had this one time. <laughs> okay, I guess it was, like, too, too horrible. But, yeah. like, it was during, like, holiday season. And then, so someone had this, like, couple things on hold, okay? So my company, the policy is you put holds for 48 hours, okay? 48 hours. So we put that away after 48 hours. And I remember this so well because I was the one who put that away because it expired. And so after the 48 hours ended, this lady comes in to pick up her hold. And I'm like, uh, yeah, no, like it expired. Like it's already on the floor. So if it's there, you can like we can help you find it. And like, you know, you can get it, but like it's not on hold. Okay, so whatever, we find the stuff. Now, the, uh, the sale changed. Okay, so when she put it on hold, it was cheaper. But the thing was, it was only that sale was just for like that one day. Mm-hmm. only like you couldn't get that sale like any other day it was like that one day thing so she was really adamant on getting that i was like yeah well i can do that like if you want to get it you can get it but like i'm not trying to do this right she's like call the manager like i am the manager like what do you mean how did that feel amazing <laughs> amazing i was like i am the manager here like 
like this like I can't do anything about it that was sale was one day only it's not my fault you should have just come that day so whatever this lady's just trying to argue and then she has like her daughter I think on the phone and she's saying I'm like I don't care what you say like I'm the manager I'm literally telling you what the policy is like I'm not gonna go freaking against it if you have an issue with it do whatever you want but at the end of the day she did end up buying it and I'm like she did end up buying she it? She did end up buying it. I mean, it was more expensive, but she still bought it. Well, I'm like, was it a lot of stuff? Yeah. Mm. But still. So, at that point, was she aware the day of that the sale was only going to last the, the day The thing of? is, she came from a different location. What all we did was find, like, when that location called us, Yeah. we, I don't know who, like, took that phone call, you know, put it on hold. Oh, I see. So, it's like... So, ideally, they would have said something. Basically. So, because that's the policy. So, it's like, yeah. okay, if she came from the other location, I'm pretty sure they would have mentioned it to her that this is only for, like, a one day. Yeah, maybe they didn't. So, whatever. Or maybe they didn't, or she misunderstood. I don't know what the frick happened there, but she was just trying to argue with me to, like, give her that price. It's like, I can't do that. Like, yeah. Like, the, I can't. That's the thing with customer service. A lot of the customers assume that the customer is always right. Yeah. That is not the case. Um, the customer is not always right because every company has different policies. So if you don't know the policies, you do not know what's right or what's wrong. Um, That being said, for me, as a customer, there was one point, Alecha too, where when I first came to Canada, I had a really, really bad experience. I was with my mom, and because we were refugees, um, and I spoke English fine, like nothing to worry about, but this girl, I guess, I'm not sure if she was new or whatnot, but she treated us like trash. She tried to do a refund because they made a mis- an error or something. And then we couldn't, we didn't get that refund until like maybe six months later. And we had to go to like four different locations, talk to managers. Like mm-hmm. by that point, I knew the manager in one of them because we were like well acquainted by the time. Because mm-hmm. that other one in downtown like did not help us. Mm-hmm. So anytime I think of Lecha 2 hate the company because of that one bad experience because if they have that attitude and they think they're so cool then a lot of others will think that way too so anytime i pass by that store like i get grossed out like even though it's like it was one person it was the way i was treated at the store by someone that in the end did not even apologize no so um and as for customers there was probably there were probably a couple customers i feel like maybe during my beginning of the years it felt more attacking and over time, anytime I get a customer complaint, like to me, it's like whatever, like I'm used to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the worst one was of a customer that scratched my car. Oh, yeah. And he wasn't really like a full-on customer. He came in and uh, he was homeless. And my manager saw him and he was, and we have the policies of private property so we can take an, anyone out. Um, but a lot of customers were scared and did not want to kind of go around him. So we had to kick him out. And I was walking out to go home and then he sees me and he had his cart and he just kept on um, pushing it onto my car. Like I was in the car, he saw me and he was swearing at me. He himself hit my car with his legs. It's all on camera. And uh, I think that was like one point where I felt like really annoyed because it wasn't even my fault. But he took it out on me because, well, you know, I'm on uniform and he seen me like he saw me walking out. And if I had, like, left just a minute earlier, I would have been fine. Because the only reason I was there, like, another minute was because I was, like, choosing music for my car. Like, like, that's annoying me because all of that could have, like, been whatever. So I was, like, really angry. I called. I went into the drive-thru to let them know because I didn't want to walk out. I went to the drive-thru to let them know, like, hey, make sure you check on Charlotte's car as well. She's the one that parked in front of me. Mm -hmm. So it was, like, both of us would have gotten scratched. 
and I didn't check on her car after that because I, I didn't want to get out go outside. Yeah. I go home. Then I see the scratches. At that point, I'm like angry. I tell everyone at home. And they're like, Ooh, "What's wrong?" And I'm like, so "They did this." I've explained to them. They're like, "Okay." They see it and they're like, "Okay." And I was like, "Do I call the police?" I call my dad. My dad was like, "Oh, wait up." He sees it. And I was like, should I call the police? Like, let them know. And he's like, what would they do? I was like, well, dad, like, that, they mm. can still do something about this. And so the restaurant could fix it. But at that point, I just kind of left it. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm done with it. I, I still haven't fixed it. And this happened last year, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I did, I did not like that experience at all because it went, like, over the top. Yeah, like could have harmed someone like yeah. i was gonna open my window to tell him like what's your problem but then i thought about it because he was throwing things i was like maybe i shouldn't so for my safety i didn't but yeah like that, that like really bothered me at least the day of yeah because that's like you were just there to do your job and then that's what you got basically in return yeah and then i was mad at the job itself because i was like if i was working at a different place probably wouldn't be the case but then i thought about it it would be so much work if i was working at a restaurant in edmonton right like in st albert it's so much safer like that's the only time that was like probably the second time anything bad has ever happened at that restaurant Mm. well that's a good track record then right being there for six years like there's only like well there's a couple things but like 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 big big major major yeah like one that had an effect on me one that had an effect on the restaurant and like that's it yeah like otherwise like nothing wrong yeah okay well i guess that's it for today this was a very it started off as one thing but it turned out into so many other things that's diana's thought process and she's very tired as you can tell she has gone away too many times i have i don't know why <laughs> i'm probably gonna make another coffee and yeah mm. okay well I'll... you guys have a great day and see you next week bye. adios bye-bye